The UK's Ministry of Defence says it is highly likely that Wagner chief Yevgeny Prigozhin is dead. In its latest intelligent update, the MOD said there is not yet definitive proof that Prigozhin was actually on board this plane. However, it is highly likely that he is indeed dead. Joining me live now is Bill Browder, CEO and co-founder of Hermitage Capital Management. He was once the largest foreign investor in Russia until he was declared a threat to national security for exposing corruption in state-owned companies. He's also the author of Freezing Order, a true story of money laundering, murder, and surviving Vladimir Putin's wrath. Bill, uh, so, so good to have you with us on this story. Um, so many questions here. Uh, just give us your take on this plane crash, the fact that uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin was allegedly on board, what we don't know, and where we should be treading very carefully. Well, um, for, first, I, I think we should just state the obvious, that um, uh, Putin has a long history of killing his enemies. Mm -hmm. He declared Yevgeny Prigozhin to be his enemy after Prigozhin launched a, a rebellion on June 24th. Um, uh, the only thing surprising uh, in the last few days is um, that it took two months for Putin to act out on his vengeance. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely obvious and clear that uh, when you see this plane falling out of the sky, what, whatever caused it to fall out of the sky, that this was an assassination organized by Vladimir Putin to kill his most important opponent at the moment. So why do you think that if, if it is Putin behind it, and I obviously want to be very careful as a journalist, if it is Putin behind it, um, why do you think he did indeed wait two months? Well, it, this is the question that, that um, everyone was asking me every day during this two-month period. Like, what, what is it, you know, I mean, if you think about it, I, I know many, many people who are sitting in jail um, for, for just saying bad words about Putin, um, people right. from the Russian opposition. I was friends with Boris Nemtsov, who was shot and killed for, for just criticizing Vladimir Putin. And to have a guy who organized an armed rebellion survive for two months is just inexplicable. I mean, the only thing I can speculate on is that that Prigozhin was such a powerful person in terms of all the different mercenary operations he was running abroad uh, in Africa. I think there's 17 countries in Africa where Wagner is active. That um, uh, they need to figure out, you know, uh, how to how to um, how to replace him. What what their what their contingency plan was. And they needed to get that all in place before they actually took him out. But, but that's the main the main mystery is is not that they killed him. That that's 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 the most obvious thing in the world. But, but that Putin was ready to be humiliated, and, and really he was humiliated for two months while Prigozhin was running around as if nothing had happened. You know, what I find fascinating is that obviously if you're Yevgeny Prigozhin, you know you know you know how the game goes. You know the game that you're in, and so you are aware that from the day of that failed rebellion, that you are essentially a marked man, your days are numbered. Wouldn't somebody like Yevgeny Prigozhin have a ton of precautions in place for this possible uh, eventuality? For, for sure. And if you remember, when, when, when uh, on the day of the rebellion, the Russian secret police, the FSB, raided his office and raided his home, and they found multiple passports with different names in them, they found wigs and other disguises. Um, this is a man who has um, spent his whole life dealing with subterfuge and, and, and all this type of stuff. For him to be traveling on his own name on, on, with a, on, on the flight manifest of his company's jet 
um, in a predictable manner makes no sense. And 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 the only thing I can imagine is that you know we we, we always tend to overestimate these people in Russia. Maybe he just you know got stupid and got comfortable and and you know went on ten trips. Nothing happened. He th he thought okay, I'm safe. And then they got him I mean, on the eleventh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, there was a plane crash back in 2019 where people thought that Prokhorin, um, people thought he, that he had died and he emerged perfectly fine and, and and well. And just in terms of you know what you talk about, this is a man that had so many different passports. This is a man who had body doubles. You point out there were wigs and masks and that sort of thing. And then for him to be on this plane with other members of the senior leadership of Wagner just seems somewhat uncharacteristic. That's where I'm wondering how cautious we should be in terms of just sort of ultimately believing that what the Kremlin is saying happened actually happened. Well, I, I agree. Everything that the Kremlin says, says you should assume is a lie. Um, but, but, but the fact of the matter is that, that he, we, you know, he's not emerged. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would say there's probably a 95% chance he's dead, but there's a 5% chance that, that he's going to pop up somewhere. And and uh, th thumb his nose at Putin and, and say, okay, I'm coming to get you. But you know, I, you know, we're in the world of total craziness here and conspiracy <laughs> theory, and um, so who, who knows? And, and just in terms of how this is playing out in in the Russian media, I mean, how is I mean, Vladimir Putin came out yesterday offering p condolences to Prigozhin's family, saying, you know, I think we could actually read into some of the words that Putin used. He said that Prigozhin was a talented man, but he made very serious mistakes. Um, how is all of this playing out in Russian media? Well, I mean, this is just typical mafia talk, the way he, he does it. You know, he, he, kill, he kills Prigozhin and then uh, uh, it, it can, says condolences to his family. I mean, it's just this is like godfather mafia mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it, and and the words that he says are are just so sort of with double entendre, you know, saying saying he was a very effective man, but he made mistakes and so on. It's just all all Putin speak, mafia speak. This is how he does stuff. And and this is what Putin wants everybody <clears throat> to know is that on one hand they deny having any involvement in his killing, um, which which they announced today through Putin's press spokesperson Peskov. And on the other hand, Putin wants to look everybody else in the eye. And say this is what happens to traders, and that's right. This, this right, is sends a very clear message. Yep, Don't even think he, he about must... betraying me. Right, um, exactly. Bill. We have to leave it there. So so good to have you on the program. Now, Pentagon officials believe Prigozhin was likely killed in that plane crash, but say there is no indication it was a missile that downed the plane. Among the possibilities, U.S. officials are still evaluating an onboard explosive device. Our Oren Lieberman is at the Pentagon, you know, missile onboard explosive device. You know, distinction may be without a difference there, Oren. There is nothing that has been ruled out yet fully in, in terms of what may have caused this crash, except at this point, according to officials we've spoken with, a surface-to-air missile. And, and it is because you see that open question that it touches on something Matthew Chance spoke about, and that's the Russian investigation. Having spoken with several officials here, there is healthy skepticism of that investigation as the U.S. intelligence community looks at all the available information and, and tries to come to their own conclusion. Now, they have reached, at, at least based on early assessments and early indications, 
communications some conclusions. First, in terms of what took down this private jet, an Embraer Legacy 600 aircraft, perhaps one of the obvious answers would have been a surface-to-air missile, especially, especially so close to Moscow where there are air defenses. But officials we've spoken with say there was no indication of a missile launch at the time of the crash, not a surface-to-air missile or an air-to-air -air missile. As you pointed out, John, DOD confirming just yesterday they do believe Prigozhin killed in that crash. The UK also saying it looks likely, so converging on that conclusion. And as you say, a healthy skepticism on the Russian investigation itself. That might be the understatement of the century. Any other scenarios being looked at here besides onboard explosive? That's one of the big ones. Whether it was an onboard explosive device or an onboard explosion, those two are still viable possibilities that are being looked at based on early assessments and early indications. Again, the intelligence community going through all the data and information and intelligence they have to try to figure this one out, but it's, it's obvious to say that it's difficult without having boots on the ground in Russia. One of the other things being looked at, we've reported that the last couple minutes of the flight, the last little bit, showed erratic changes in altitude, climbs, descents above and below the 28,000 that the jet was cruising at right before it crashed. Does that indicate something happened on board? Also a possibility being looked at. All right, Orrin Lieberman, thank you so much for your reporting.